0: Welcome to another episode of How You Can Too with your host, your boy, Alvi Daniel Thompson Jr., a.k.a. Mr. You Can Too. In this episode, we are talking about imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is something that has plagued me in my own life, and I see it really bringing so many people down today, having them live as a shell of themselves. So what I want to do in this episode is talk about five steps that you can take to overcome imposter syndrome, to understand that you are not a fraud, that you are completely capable of achieving what it is you want to achieve, and that you are able to share your gifts with the world. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your family, friends, and loved ones. It would mean the world to me if you leave a Five star review and a rating of the show. I appreciate you. I honor you. And as always, you can too. Enjoy the show. Dynamic blessings, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate you tapping in with me and showing up today. In this episode, I want to talk about a subject that is very near and dear to me. And It's something that I see so often. I've seen it so often in my life. I see it in the life of people who are in my field. And overall, I have had literally hundreds of conversations at this point around this subject that I really wanted to take the time to dive into it today. What I wanna speak about is the true epidemic that is imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome, loosely defined, is doubting your abilities or feeling like a fraud. It's interesting because I just came back from the Czech Institute, a specific course where I was taking Integrated Movement Science 2, where there was myself and another at least 20 students, all who are super talented, amazing at what they do, huge hearts, Extremely intelligent, doing work that honestly, not enough people are doing. And even though the strength and conditioning, sports performance, personal training, health, wellness field, all of that is so big, yet I really feel like the people who have dove into the Czech Institute as deep as I have and my classmates have, we have a skill set that is so much deeper than the norms that we see in the industry. Yet, I always find it fascinating how, beginning with myself, how easy it is for imposter syndrome to creep up. Ever since I've started my journey of being in a position to help people with their lives, starting with my personal training sports performance career that started around 2013 is that I never at least at the time, I never really gave myself credit for the work I was doing and how much I was helping people. And as a result, it really had me doubt myself as I was getting to pivotal points of growth in my career. If you've read my book, you'll remember me talk about this chapter, but I can see where a lot of this stemmed from, or where it at least started. When I was young, my mom was my rock, as I always talk about, and my mom used to brag about me so much, and because she didn't have much of a social life, because she was always sick, always home, specifically in her bed all the time, the way that she experienced her social life was through telephone calls all throughout the day she'd be having the same conversation with different friends from morning until night so if i was home when she was home and our house was very small i would often hear her conversation from my room a huge part of her conversation was always about me oh Danny's doing so well in school, Danny's doing so good in baseball, he hit another home run. Oh, I I can tell all the girls like Danny. Just all of these things she would say. And I would be so embarrassed by it. Ah, just literally, I would would cringe at the thought or the sound of my mom's voice, you know, talking me up. And again, it came from my own insecurities that I had as just a young boy. And I remember vividly sometime around, had to be like fifth grade. I feel like I was like 11 or 12. And, you know, my mom's hashing out another one of these conversations, talking to her friends. And I remember I'm walking from my room towards the kitchen, and I hear my mom bragging about me. And it was in that moment that I had this visceral feeling of like just embarrassment. And it was at that time that I actually started to completely tune out all the compliments that my mom was giving me. What I didn't realize is that that actually turned into me really not being able to accept praise for the next damn near 20 years of my life. I remember graduating from Georgetown University and as a young adult after I graduated, people would ask me about like, oh, like where'd you go to school? And I would just say, oh, I went to school in DC. But I wouldn't name Georgetown because for whatever reason, I almost felt like a like a fraud in some type of way. Like like I didn't deserve to be a Georgetown graduate, which is crazy because I, I did everything that I need to do to make sure I was a Georgetown graduate. So it's just so funny to look back and see how that showed up in that specific instance. And it also showed up when it came to my career. In my life, I've worked with amazing people, and I've worked with some of the biggest sports figures in sports history, one of them being Mike Vick. I got to work with Michael Vick in the offseason between when he left the Jets and he got signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And if you're around my age, I'm 33, right now As time of the recording, and like, Michael Vick was that dude when I was coming up. Like, I remember, if any of y'all ever played the game Madden, the football game, you might remember this, but I remember Madden 04, this is when I was in high school, we would yell at each other and get mad if one of us picked the Falcons because using Vick was like a cheat code. It was too easy. And he was such an electrifying player, and for me... To look back, and I always laugh at this because I still think it's so crazy that it all happened, but it's wild to look back and see, like, damn, like, I remember watching this guy when I was in high school, when he was like first coming up early in his career, to then working with him one on one at the tail end of his career. And it's just crazy to see just how much happened between that time of me being a young. I was probably like 14, 15-year-old up until like a 24, 25-year-old and seeing like, wow, look how far I've come and how much I've done to be in this position that I was in at that time. Yet, there's so many people who didn't even know that I trained him because I didn't even talk about it out loud like that. Almost like because I felt like, A fraud in some type of way like i didn't deserve to be doing it so it's it's interesting to see how it's shown up in my life and i'd be curious for you to think about how's imposter syndrome showed up in your life and does it show up do you ever doubt your own abilities do you ever doubt your capabilities do you a doubt do you ever doubt the work That you've done thus far in your life that has gotten you to the amazing place that you are. Because if you do, I want you to invite you to stop that. And it was so interesting being at the Institute this week with so many amazing, amazing, amazing men and women who are up to amazing things. And they have such a great knowledge and skill set and most of all a heart like a true heart to care and want to see people succeed and be healthy physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all of it. Yet through the conversations I was having, I could see a large percentage of them scared to step up into the highest version of themselves. And when I say the highest version of themselves, I simply mean taking the skills that they have and sharing it with more of the people that need it. Doing it at the price that they should be charging. Because I'll tell you this, when, when you have a skill set like that, that I have, that these other ladies and gentlemen have, you have a skill set where you can radically change people's lives. I've done it in my own life with my clients. People who have lost weight put on muscle, yet more than that, they build confidence in who they are. They feel really good, mentally and physically. They understand how to manage their emotions. They understand how to work in, with challenges and overcome challenges as they come up in their life. And the people I work with are extremely high achievers. These are the people who are top lawyers at firms, top lawyers at the top firms in the world These are people who are executives, they're entrepreneurs, they're people who are doing great things in the world. And they now have a skill set that's helping them really live life on their terms. And I'm very grateful that I get to help and be a part of their process. And there's so many other coaches out there who have this capability to do the type of work I'm doing, to exceed the type of work I'm doing, and to essentially just do the type of work that makes them happy and makes an impact all at the same time. Yet, because they're doubting their abilities, because they don't have a certain amount of followers on Instagram, because they don't feel like they can charge the appropriate prices so that they can live their dream life and have the clients that they truly desire to have, It really has them show up as a shell of themselves. And when I go into the institute and I'm talking and I'm connecting with the different students that are there with my different peers, I always do my best to let them know that they have everything that they need to charge the prices that they want to charge, to make the impact that they want to make. And it only starts when they get past their imposter syndrome. And it's the same thing for you. If there's something that you're not overcoming or that you're not putting yourself out there for or that you're not going after because you don't believe in your own abilities, that is a form of imposter syndrome. And what I would like to do right here is to give you tangible steps on how you can overcome your imposter syndrome. Step number one, recognize that you have imposter syndrome. Notice that you are creating stories and narratives in your head around why you are not deserving of said thing. Whether this is going after a certain type of client, whether this is going after a specific role In your company, whether that's going after the role of or the road of entrepreneurship, whatever it can be, understand that number one, the first step is to realize that you are doubting yourself. Step two, once you realize that you have imposter syndrome, I want you to think about. All the ways that you are bringing self-doubt into your life. What are the things that you're saying to yourself? What are the reasons why you can't do the specific things that you say that you can't do? What are all of the silly reasons that come up as to why you are some type of fraud? And I want you to just sit on that, reflect on it, write it down. So the first step is you recognize you have imposter syndrome. The second part or the second step is to see how it shows up in your life. What are the things you're saying to yourself? Third step. I want you to ask yourself, is this true? is this a fact not is this your opinion not is this your interpretation of the fact but is this an actual fact of the matter because let me be the first one to tell you if you haven't heard this yet it's probably not true you're probably making it up most likely you're being extremely hard on yourself and again this might come from some type of conditioning Something that your parents told you, that your teachers told you, your preachers told you, that society at large told you. But ultimately understand, you're the one that's believing it. And if you're believing it, it's going to be your reality. So let's talk about step four. And Step four, I believe, is the biggest step in overcoming imposter syndrome. And this is to look at your life and see All of the examples that show you that you are able, that you are capable, and that you have already shown that you have what it takes to be the person you desire to be. So if you're a coach with imposter syndrome, look at all of the people you have already helped in your career. Think about that one person where you helped take them from their A to their Z, where now they are living their life in a much more effective way in alignment to what their dreams are. Think about that client that you helped lose 15 pounds and now they're confident to go to the beach and wear a two-piece bathing suit. Think about that client that you helped get out of pain and now they can run around with their grandchildren and be on the floor with them and watch them grow. Think about the client that you worked with where you helped them take their business to the next level through your help, your guidance, your assistance. You see, it's so easy to forget all of the great things you're doing, or in my case, it's so easy to ignore the praise that you're getting and as a result, you never truly realize how much great work you're doing, because it takes that recognition. It takes you really understanding like, wow, like I'm doing this and I've been doing this and I'm creating results in my life, in the life of others, in business, whatever it is. And because you're generating those results, that is is the proof that you are more than deserving of what you're doing. And it comes with that level of personal belief, of personal recognition to show up and to really show up powerfully as your full self, your fully expressed self. And I want you to really sit on that for a moment. I want you to really take time right now to think about how imposter syndrome is showing up in your life and how you've already done things that show you that you're not a fraud, that you are the real deal, that you are out here doing it. And now I want you to embrace yourself for it, appreciate yourself for it. Appreciate the journey that it's taken you to get to this place. Because until you really embody step four and recognize your gifts, recognize your contribution, and understand that the things that you've done have made an impact, until you do that, it'll never be enough. And that's what I realized in my life. It literally took me till about a little more than two years ago almost three years ago now, to really recognize how much I was selling myself short, not charging the prices that I wanted to charge, not going after the clients that I wanted to go after. Because for 20 years before that moment, I never thought that I was doing enough, or I never thought that the things I did really mattered, because I was so hard on myself especially when it comes to helping people with their physical, mental, emotional, spiritual health. I used to tell myself, no matter how many people I helped, it didn't matter because I wasn't able to help my mom. Because my mom died the way that she died and our relationship was where it was at when she died and it was not in a good place. It was in a a pretty terrible place. I had this chip on my shoulder where I wanted to go out and help as many people possible. Yet, Even though I was helping more and more people, and from the time she died, from the time I had this revelation, I mean, I must have helped literally hundreds of people, and none of it was ever enough, and because I didn't think it was enough, I always had this resistance towards charging the appropriate price. I I had trouble going after the real big time clients that I knew I could serve and that I knew could also pay for the energy and the love that I was putting into my work. And it it took a very powerful experience that I had at at a leadership development program that I took back in, gosh, that had to be 2019, where it really started to come up, 2019, 2020, early 2020. And I talk about this in my book, there's a whole chapter on it, but it really, it, that and a specific exercise that we did literally slapped me in the face and helped me realize that I am doing a lot of great work I have done great work and that I'm absolutely worthy of every single thing that I want to create in this lifetime. And I've used that with me the last two plus years to step up in my business, to step up in the new business that I've created with my fiance and two of my great friends who are now business partners, because I realize That when I'm working as my highest self at the highest level that I can, there's so much good that I can put out into the world. And the world needs more of it. And it would be selfish on my end if I didn't do it. And that's why I show up the way that I show up. That's why I take care of myself at such a high level. That's why I invest thousands of dollars a year into my education. And that's why I have deep conversations with people who are mirrors to me because I remember when I was that way and I could still be that way if I'm not careful and and I make sure that I pick them up, that I make sure that they see themselves in the same way that I see them because I always see the greatest version of the person that I'm staring at I think that's one of my gifts, and also I think it's true. As a human being, we have unlimited potential, yet the person that usually stops us is ourselves, and it comes from these thoughts of imposter syndrome, of being a fraud, of not being enough, of not being capable, when in reality all we've ever shown is that we're capable, yet it's so easy to overlook the things that we have done and strictly focus on the things that we haven't done. And I want to invite you to use this four step process to overcome imposter syndrome. And I'm going to invite you to use the fifth step, which is take action. Once you get to the fourth step and you realize that you're actually capable and you have all the proof that you need to go do the next thing. The fifth step is to simply take action. Go do the thing that you need to do to reap the reward that you're looking to have. Pick up that phone and reach out to that potential client. Change that diet if that's what you want to do. Go to the gym, lift that weight. Start that business. Whatever it is, take the action. Find whatever last information you need to make it happen but make sure you take action. So remember, if you wanna overcome imposter syndrome, number one, realize that you have imposter syndrome. Number two, look at the narratives and the stories that you have. Write those down, bring those up. Number three, check in and see. Are those stories actual facts? or are they your interpretation of the facts? Number four, I want you to look throughout your life, throughout your experience and see all of the times that you've actually been worthy and that you've overcame the things that you feel like you're not able to do and see that you have all the proof that you need. And finally, step five, take action do the thing that's gonna put you in position to get the result that you want. At the end of the day, you can't just think about it, you gotta be about it, you get to go do it. And that is what's most important. The world needs you at your best, the world desires your gifts, and at the end of the day, it takes you being kind, gentle, and at the same time, loving of yourself and recognizing all the greatness that you've already displayed throughout your life so that you can take the next step into getting where you wanna be. Imposter syndrome's a lie. All the stuff you're telling yourself that's negative, that's holding you back, probably not true. Focus on the proof that shows that you have everything that you need to make it happen. I honor you, I appreciate you, and as always, You can too. Peace.